Mothers are the queens of the castle. But let's be real. It's not all ball gowns and glass slippers. On this podcast, we're giving you a peek behind the throne at the privilege and responsibility of wearing the crown. My name is Helen Hope Kimbrough, and I'm a proud wife and mom of two adult sons. And I'm Charlita Hatch, a proud wife, married to my high school sweetheart, and a proud mom to two little ones. Get ready as we share jewels with each other and you around all things connected to motherhood. Hello, my name is Helen Hope Kimbrough, and I'm here with my girl, Charlita. Hey, y'all. And today... We are talking about a topic that is near and dear to Charlita's heart. <laughs> and it is about it's near staying near to her heart too. <laughs> connected. Staying connected. And so, of course, when we thought about this topic, we were thinking about just staying connected in terms of marriage. But I told her I wanted to have a little twist on it. Though. All right, I'm listening. And so it's staying connected with yourself first mm. because you have to be a good version of yourself. And then how do you present or bring that person into your marriage? And so I wanted to Oh, you're add, preaching. I know. This is a, not a, mo- a podcast. It's a monologue. This <laughs> can't be about the marriage. It has to be about yourself first. And then how do you show up, you know, I in the marriage? That. So how do you feel about that? I 100% agree with you. I mean, I think that's everything that we're taught, Mm -hmm. right? Put Mm -hmm. your own oxygen mask on first. And I think as you move into a mom, even though you know that's what you're supposed to do, Mm -hmm. you put yourself last. Yes. So for me, I feel like I'm putting my own self-care, mental health, Mm -hmm. emotional health last. Mm -hmm. So do you find that you get lost you know, with that mindset? So I feel like with my son, for sure. And I felt like I had to fight and I fought hard, which is part of the reason why there was a four and a half year age gap Mm -hmm. between them. I was fighting to figure out who I was now that I was a mom. I never thought I would be a mom who talked about poop. And then I became a mom who talked about poop. And I was like, who are you? And I, it was almost like an identity crisis. And I was in therapy trying to trying to figure out who I was. And I'm like, I know I'm doing the right thing, but I don't like this person. Mm-hmm. Right. That was just kind of all consumed and mm-hmm. sucked into like that newborn face. But I mean, I knew I was doing the right things, but I didn't like it. Um, so it really took me time to figure out like who I was as a mom. And then I think it took... Mark and I time to figure out who we were as husband and wife that became parents. Mm, yeah. I did a lot of work mm-hmm. during that time period. So then when Amelia came along, I felt very clear about who I was, who I am as a working mom outside of the home um, with two children that still has interests and passions and is ambitious. Mm-hmm. And I think Mark and I are clear on we are in a phase. Yeah. And we are, I think, at a point where we're fighting to get out of the phase. Mm -hmm. And I feel good that we're both in the ring fighting to Mm -hmm. get out of the phase. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we're tired, you know, and it's like it's easier to stay at home. It's easier to not get a babysitter. The phase ebbs and flows, too. I mean, I think it ebbs and flows. So it may be hard to fight, but just know that these are things are seasonal, right? Yeah. And so there'll be, like they say, good days, there'll be bad days, there'll be days where things are indifferent, but, you know, stay the course, all of those things. 
Um, and the reason that I changed it, because even when we were just trying to see what topics we were going to talk about, I was like, but we really have to do the work on ourselves first. And how does what does that look like? And I know, you know, for me, just speaking from just a person who, you know, has wise words, just based on the fact that I've been married like 28 years. Um, to my eight, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just giving perspective. <laughs> We're still we're still defining a lot of things. Okay, okay. <laughs> Twenty eight years um, is in the course of that. There were times that I lost myself, or there were times where I just wasn't comfortable, you know, being Helen. Um, you know, my son was born sick, so I was, you know, I was a working mom that became a stay at home mom. So my identity changed in an instant mm-hmm. just after the birth of my son. Mm-hmm. And that stayed. And then I ended up changing, you know, to a different career because it started in human resources and it ended up going into pharmaceutical sales because I needed more flexibility with having a son. And uh, but of course, just doing all the things for, you know, my son, but then doing things for the home, then doing things for your husband. And so it's just like, you know, who am I? And then I'm, you know, not contributing. So that's another, you know, dynamic to it as well that you have to consider. But um, but I think it's the journey that led me to where I am today. So would I, you know, change it? I wouldn't because now I like fight for it. Even if lips are stuck out in my house, I do not care. <laughs> this is what it is. Okay. This is what it is. Now, how do you hold that boundary even when lips are poked out? How do I hold that boundary? I don't gi- I don't give into it. It's just like, oh, I can see they're a little ruffled by this. I'll give them some space. I'll give them some time because I feel like that's what they need. And sometimes it's it's a gift to them to do that because they may need to process it. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes we want like instantaneous results. It doesn't happen all the time. So I need to give them space and room to process what I just said or what I will do. And um, it's happened, you know, just around career, you know, activities, all of those things. But then after a while, when they see the result of it, it's kind of like, Oh, that was good. That I didn't know it was going to turn out like that. Like it was kind of like proving because they may need more things to see for it to work. And so I think it's a processing thing too. So what are some of the ways that you found time for yourself and then found time for your spouse mm-hmm. throughout the different kind of time periods? And I'm thinking it's got to be different from like newborn early elementary to mm-hmm. like middle school high school and then workout to times now. were always like times for myself and kind of like you get up early in the morning I used to do that now I do my workouts at night but I used to get up before anybody else got up and I would literally leave my house and go to the gym that was my time um lunch was like also my time because it was the time that I didn't have to cut up food for anybody mm. so I was like you know what I'm going to have a gourmet meal for lunch. This is going to be and then dinosaur chicken nuggets for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) All of that, right? (laughs) Hot dogs, all of that, and so I was. But we had steak and lobster for lunch, (laughs) y'all. Steak and lobster, (laughs) glass of wine, all the things. Really, I mean, just it was just 
the it was my downtime and the time that's that I could a just really say, good advice. Yeah, for, yeah, for me. And now though, it's like lunchtime, people scheduling meetings over lunch. I know, but I think get making lunch sacred again. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is a movement. Yep. It is a movement. That's a movement we need to start. Place it on your calendar. Say, you know what? I can't be disrupted or disturbed at this point because you also need that time. I mean, you need that time just to decompress from the day. Um, You could have these meetings, you know, that are powerhouse meetings in the morning. You look at your calendar late. You got either a writing deck to do or a PowerPoint presentation to do. You just need that time to exhale, too. And so those were my two sacred times um, that I was like, I have to do this like for me. And I think I showed up as a better wife because of it. I showed up as a better mom because of it. And, you know, they may think I'm selfish, but at that point I was like, I don't care because. Do people call mom selfish? What? Yes. I, that is not a thing. I've never heard that. What? Oh, if, if, if there is something that you really, really want to do and they want to do it too, and there's, a, do it there's a calendar conflict, oh, you just that's just being selfish. Like, you should you should want to do this with it. No. Mm-mm. Interesting. <laughs> that's another topic, though. Can moms be selfish? Hey, we got to do that one. Yes. Yeah. I think that is really interesting. So you said workout time, lunch time. But okay, so that's me time. But what about how did you... How do you so how did Marcus and I end find up time at different phases time? of life? Yeah. So I would say Marcus and I, we found our time just um, what we like to do is he loves to go to the movies. And so we find time to go to the movies. He's going to listen to this podcast and say, but you want to go see this one movie with me. I won't because that's a waste of my time. <laughs> Side note to Mark, <laughs> Marcus. Um, and but and then and if your lip is stuck out. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. She love you, though. I do. Uh, but then also um, dinners as well. So we like watching TV together and then dinners and then just having like these deep conversations just about, you know, things that are like going on. I think that's our connection time. But something that I need to bring back because remember- Bring it how, back. Bring I it back. Know, girl, bring it back. Candles. Let me say. <laughs> okay. Okay, Kimbrough family. Okay. No, because remember when you first started dating, you would have like the candles everywhere and you had like this ambiance like in the room. So there was a storm where the lights went out and it was like, oh, you know what? Flashlight's not giving us enough light. So we need more light in this space. So we ended up like lighting all these candles and I was like, We back on candles. Yep. Okay. I, okay. I like it. Okay. That's a tip though, y'all. That's the mood, tip. the mood matters. Mood matters. Mood matters. Get your music on. Get your, you know, favorite bottle of wine out. Cook together. All the things. Favorite bottle of tequila back. if you're me. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. So yes. So I feel like Mark and I've had different different things. Mm-hmm. And so um, at first, um, when little Mark was first born, we were trying to find time to like date in the house. He was going to bed at like six thirty or seven, and like Mark was really good about like just creative ideas and things we could do to spend time together that wasn't like Netflix and chill, but like oh, yeah. true mm-hmm. things to do in the house. 
And then I got comfortable. We got a babysitter and we were doing like weekly date nights. And a tip that a mom gave me, there were two tips that a mom gave. One was that you're married. You don't have to go out on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. You can go out on Wednesday and it still counts. Yep. That was like, oh, wow. Yeah, you could go out on the date and it don't be Saturday. I know. The other tip is try to go out when you have childcare. Mm -hmm. So if you're already paying for daycare or somebody to care for your child, like you could go on Tuesday and just yeah. take a half day from work mm -hmm. and do something to spend time together. But Mark and I were getting really good about doing like Friday lunches because mm -hmm. we were both working from home. But I said, life happens. So like a kid gets sick or, you know, and then when they're sick, it's like, you know, when they're it's this domino little. effect. Yeah. And when it's this little, it's like they're sick for the whole week and then another kid gets sick and then you get sick and you know, Everybody's it, sick. And so then your rhythm is off. Mm -hmm. And then it's like fighting to get back into the rhythm. Mm -hmm. And I am um, an acts of service. Mm -hmm. So that's my love language. And so I like, you know, people <laughs> to do stuff and it's yeah. to do what I tell them to do first time. <laughs> type <laughs> the, A, type the, A. The right way. <laughs> um, all the things. Um, Mark would say he's physical touch, but he's really quality time. Oh, yeah. And so when you have somebody that's quality time, you can't multitask. Mm -hmm. It doesn't got to be present. You have to be present. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard when you have multiple things. So it's not about the amount of time, but it's mm -hmm. got to be quality time. Mm -hmm. So I feel. Can um, you exhale enough, though, to give quality time? Well, that's the thing. It's like on my side of the house, I'm like quality time planning. And it's like starts now, you know, <laughs> but he would hate that. Like he is more spontaneous. He does yeah. not like to have a whole lot of commitment. You no know. schedule. Yeah, like just real loose and just free. I think I'm more like him. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm more like him. It's like, yeah. eh, we'll see. Let's Marcus see. is more like you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to lock it down. But I think the thing that I'm hearing from you, one, is that as your phase of life changes in your family, your mothering and what you need as a woman changes. You have to honor and acknowledge that first. Yes. But then that also does change and shift your marriage dynamic. And you does. have to remember that too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, again, it goes back to some of the other things that we've talked about in previous episodes, like so many different hats because your kids are going through a different phase. Mm -hmm. So then you're in a different phase as a mom and your marriage is in a different phase. Yeah. And if you have another kid, they may be adjusting to whatever is happening oh, yeah. in the house. Mm -hmm. And you you can't be all things to everybody if you can't be what you need for yourself. No. But it's so hard. It is. It is. And I also want to touch upon, because I know you had asked this one question about how do you make it work? And I was like, sometimes it doesn't work. And kids need to see that, too. Sometimes they need to see that, you know what? We are disagreeing right now. We are not in a good space. We're not in a good place. This is not a perfect house. And I know that I have friends who and family members sometimes who want to present that things are perfect and won't allow their kids to see that things are imperfect. That's not life. And so to my kids, at some point, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to apologize, you know, because you guys are going to be in relationships one day. And I want you to know that you still have to work through. And I think that's so important, like to, to allow your kids to see you. So before a relationship, I would say with my mom, I don't feel like anything rattled her. I feel like I look back on childhood and I just feel like she made it look 
easy and not stressed. And like, she was just so selfless mm -hmm. and she gave everything to us. Mm -hmm. She, she wasn't trying to go to brunch with her girlfriends. Maybe she wanted to, but I don't remember her doing that. Mm -hmm. She wasn't like trying to have the latest and greatest clothes because she wanted us to have the latest and greatest clothes. And it was so such a sacrificial way of mothering, which I feel helped me be who I am today. Yeah. But I don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. And by not seeing some of the struggle or the journey or whatever her mental um, cycle would have been, it sometimes makes me question if I'm approaching it the right way. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. Yeah. And then the same thing with marriage. Like my parents have been together since they were 16. I cannot tell you an argument they ever had. Not one. Wow. And so, but they believed a lot of times that you, your child, mm -hmm. and so they don't do things yeah. that adults do in front yeah. of children. Yeah. And in some ways that protects your innocence mm -hmm. because you, again, look at your parents and you're like, they're never going to get divorced. We never had that feeling in our house, mm -hmm. right? Like we never worried if they were going to be together or what. Girl, look, but my then sister you and I, get... we had that feeling. <laughs> we were like, which parents are you going to go with? Who you going to go with? with mom? I think I'm going to go with dad. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you get in your own marriage and you realize that, oh, we don't agree with everything. We're not perfect. You're like, oh, maybe I married the wrong person. Mm -hmm. because we're not like mom and dad. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that my mom told me um, after Mark and I got married and had little Mark, and I was just kind of complaining about, I think, having to do everything for Christmas. And not everything, because Mark, I mean, he does his thing, but you have to tell yeah. him what to do. Mm -hmm. And um, she was just like, one, you're the homemaker. You're all, you know, that's you're the heart of the home. Mm -hmm. And so the memories that you have, you know, do you think your dad is the one who thought of getting you a Valentine's Day card? And I was like, wow. He didn't. <laughs> but it's like, it was the mom behind the, the, mom the magic. Is, okay. And yes. I never even the knew. Engine of and the she, car. And then yes. she also said, what is the first memory you have of your dad? And I think I was about five. And she was like, we were married for 10 years before your first memory of him. So you don't know the work that I did to get to what you yeah. saw. Mm -hmm. And I love that she shared that. I am. Those two, that, yeah. those two pieces. Yeah. I mean, it's important because my mom is in all the details, every single detail. And I'm sure my family would love for me to be as detail oriented as she is, but I don't want it because I saw how detailed she was. I'm like, you guys are old enough. You guys can do some of these things yourselves. I don't want to be the pulse of every single thing. I want you guys to figure it out. Be strong, courageous, go forth, do the things. And they're like, okay, all right. So, yep. So I feel like we cover so much. And we personally, do. I feel like this was therapy for me because I want to, I know we're in like this season of like a six-year-old and a one-year-old and, and you can't just leave your kids with anyone and all of that. And I love that Mark and I, again, have the desire to like fight yes. for each other mm -hmm. in a way, but sometimes not knowing how to fight. So I really appreciated your perspective and some of the tips you um, shared, including candles, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know how that works, guys. <laughs> so I guess you're saying we need an after dark version of the podcast. Hey, that after dark. <laughs> Mom's after dark. <laughs> Anything else you want to share? 
No, I think that's it. I mean, I think this was a good episode. This is probably our most animated one, which is why I guess we kept it for last because we didn't literally yesterday we didn't know what we were going to talk about. And then she kept wanting to just talk. And I'm like, okay, let's just talk about it. And so I'm glad we brought this one up. Me too. And I hope all women moms out there at least walk away. Take care of yourself first before you take care of others. And I hope we gave you a food for thought um, as you're figuring this all out. So uh, we invite you to tune in for our next episode. Please like, follow, comment, share um, on any of the tools that you're listening to us on. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Throne podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and comment below with your feedback. Check out future episodes from us as we discuss motherhood from babies to adults.